Chris Pierce, passionately Portsmouth. And it's just half eight o'clock. Very good evening, here. Live from Studio Two here in Central Portsmouth. Welcome to Express This Week. And it's local news and views from now on to nine o'clock. This is Chris Pierce, as always, here on this Thursday night. It's uh, Joe the 16th, 2020. <laughs> oh, the week is going fast already, you know, eh? Halfway through the month, my word. Anyway, we're here to nine o'clock tonight, looking back to what's been going on uh, locally throughout the area from the last seven days on the show tonight at 10 past eight. So we'll be chatting uh, with Jonathan Moore. Now, Jonathan is organiser of this year's V-Day can you say celebrations, commemorations? Yeah. VE Day 75, we'll be chatting about that as we look forward to better weather, of course. Not as it is at the moment, chucking down in the rain. <laughs> but uh, we'll be chatting to John more about the VE Day 75, the official uh, event. For Gosport and for Leon Soane to natural fact. So we'll talk to Jonathan in about 10 minutes or so here on the show tonight. just after 20 past eight our profile guest tonight here in the studio great to have him with us first time as well so we will be gentle with him tonight Jeff Gilby from the Amity Channel at Locks Heath we'll be chatting to Jeff about all things holidays and and all sorts of other things so if you fancy laying back there in your armchair or something tonight and thinking well where would I like to be right now right this very second something warm Sunny, that kind of thing. Well, we'll have, might have some answers for you, but we'll chat to Jeff as our profile guest. And two of his very interesting songs tonight. Chaz will be proud of him. <laughs> Jeff's our profile guest with us all evening tonight, just after 20 past eight. So stay with us here. Uh, lots to talk about here on this week's Express this week from now until nine o'clock. Yeah, here we are then, uh, Express this week. This show goes so quick, you know. Lots of squeezing. And we're here to nine o'clock tonight with a look back to what's been going on locally uh, across the area from the last seven days. So good evening to you in Leon Stone, good evening to you in Loxies, good evening to you in Fairman Gospel, good evening to you right across Portsmouth, haven't had an eye Emsworth, Clanfield, Waterlooville, haven't Lee Park. Well, thank you for being there tonight. We can't do the show without you. Let's uh, turn our attention and stay with the on Stones. I mentioned earlier. And VE Day, of course, 75, celebrating or commemorating this year. Uh, talk about more of the Gosport version of events uh, is organiser or coordinator, uh, Jonathan Moore. He's on the line with us now. Jonathan, good evening to you. Good evening, Chris. How are you? Not so bad yourself. Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. Good very stuff. well. The weather sounds awful out there oh. at the moment. It's pants, isn't it? Absolutely yeah, pants. Yeah, pants. But hopefully the, the the light's starting to evolve on a on a night, so the nights are starting to get brighter. So well, they, well, Jonathan, funny you should say it. Tonight I was coming home from work, and it was about uh, about a quarter past four, and I'm thinking, yeah, it's getting slightly lighter. You know, it is just it a is. little it bit. Is. So we're going getting every every night gets better. Yeah, we can take comfort from that. Absolutely, exactly. I mean, Very we are right. looking forward, uh, Jonathan, to uh, to warmer weather and. Uh, yep. And that kind of thing, and certainly in May, VE Day seventy five um, comes around quick, doesn't it? All these different events, uh, a busy time, and, and certainly putting Gosport and certainly Leon Sonor on the map. Correct, yeah, exactly. So um, 
we're we're quite privileged to be able to organise this event. Um, obviously, there's 113 days actually to go to May the 9th, and um, obviously, as we know, the um, it's the bank holiday weekend, um, which has been changed by the government. So now, the Friday, um, the 8th, is now the bank holiday. But on the 9th, um, we're celebrating a, a really, really big event for and it's, for the 75th anniversary of VE Day. Um, but also we'll mention there's VJ Day, VJ Day as well being being celebrated. But we're, um, we're the primary and principal event for the Gosport Borough, so it's quite a privilege. And we've got a, a tall order to put on a, an amazing event, so um, it's what going well. It is, and a lot to organise. When was the idea first floated for you to do this in Johnson? Um, well, it's through a little bit of a conversation with a gentleman called Mark, Mark Bennett, um, who is part of the Lee Business Association, and I went to talk to him about Christmas in Lee that he was organising, which I had to get involved with because I, I represent the Lee Residents Association, and I'm responsible for their their events committee. And we started talking, and he said, "Oh, by the way, Jonathan, he says you know VE Day next year." And I said, "Oh, it's a big street party then," and that was the end of June. So we really started planning the idea end of June last year, and within a couple of days we come up with a plan and that was it really we sowed a seed got people behind us there was a lot of sort of hesitation about or oh, too, amb- too ambitious it's not going to happen and we was, well we plan it well it will happen anything can happen you just got to put your mind to it so um from that point onwards mark and i have just driven it forward and um we're, we're, you know, 100, as I say, 113 days to go, so uh, it's counting down every second. Well, it's uh, it, from little things, you see, little acorns to, to big things to where we are now then. So that's totally. pretty good going in a short space of time, it has to be said, Jonathan. Very much so. I mean, we've got a really good team of people behind us. We brought in, you know, health and safety experts, crowd control experts, living history. So we've got a gentleman who actually um, is ex-army, but also volunteers at D-Day Museum in um, South Sea. So he's helping us with the living history. We've got people who can, you know, bring in the sort of like the, well, we've got our musical picnic in the evening. So he's bringing in his expertise for like a, creating like a mini festival. Um, so there's about eight of us on the committee now um, who are just doing their job and making sure that things in a delivery. We've got a gentleman called Alan Parry who's helping me as the, the event secretary to make sure that things are happening. And he's responsible for the parade as well. So the day is going to be set off with a military parade. So we've got HMS Sultan supporting us with that. And then we've got all of these sort of like uniformed troops from the Army, Air Force and um uh, Navy going to be participating, and then going down to the younger age groups of you know um, scouts and cubs and beavers and um, girl guides and that type of thing as well. And then we're going to bring in um, living history people, so people who are in sort of mock uniform who want to be part of that as well. But ultimately, it's the celebration of the the World War Two veterans that we will be having present as well. So that's really really exciting but not only military veterans, but also civilian veterans who saw through VE Day um, when they were probably nine or ten. So we've got a few of those being involved on the day as well. So that's really exciting. And this is all taking part in, in, in all, sorry, taking place in Leon Solent, is that right? Yes, it is. Yeah, Leon Solent. We're, we're basically utilising the High Street um, and a few of the other little streets around formalised the, the High Street. So we've gone through all the relevant 
paperwork and consideration with the safety advisory group and all the utility people that we have to go through. So, yes, a full event plan has been put together and we're working with those different parties to ensure that you know, everything's controlled. So it's in the high street and we will uh, move around to the um, to the seafront as well and be mindful of those areas and ensure those people get involved. And then, so that runs from 9.30 in the morning right through to 5 o'clock. And then we have another environment down in the recreation ground where we have a musical musical picnic. So the day event is all 1940s, so lots of bands and musicians coming in playing things, all 1940s throughout the day. Um, and then we go down into the recreation ground for a musical event um, playing through the era. So we'll start with 40s music. 50s, 60s, 70s, up to modern day era. era. So a little festival down there as well for the evening. Very nice indeed too. Was Leon Stone the obvious choice? Well, it was because that's where I live. <laughs> so and why not? Uh, we, we, yeah. I mean, basically, Leon Solent, you know, has done some really good things in, in the past. We, you know, we we originally did the D Day 70 a few years ago when we brought those Dakotas in. Unfortunately, we weren't able to do D-Day 75 when the 13 Dakotas went out of Duxford. Um, but because I believed and Mark believed that we could do something for Leon Solon, there was no reason why we couldn't put it on the map. Um, so the planning went ahead. Gosport Borough Council uh, were saying they weren't going to be doing anything, you know, on the on the on the on May the 9th, and actually. Mark Hook, the leader, you know, rang us up and said, Jonathan, you know, what you're doing is brilliant. You're the principal event for the borough, which was, you know, okay, a bit more on our shoulders, but we were yeah, no all pressure. capable of doing it. No pressure. <laughs> um, so we are, as I say, the principal event for borough. So we've now spread the word around and we're spreading it even further. And obviously being with, on your radio station, Express FM is massively fantastic for us to you know to spread it and it is a community celebration so that's the most important thing so we wanted to obviously bring the different elements of the leon solon community together but now we're spreading out to all the other places in gospel you know alverstoke as well we're a little bit of going into fairham as well i know that's not the borough but we're reaching out to everybody because people want to get involved um mm. so and as you're a big event and you're getting that big event, you know, why don't you involve those people? Yeah. You know, and, um, you know, it is coming together very, very well. So we we hope we got our numbers right. <laughs> you know, fingers the, crossed. The people come down, fingers yeah. crossed. And that good old weather um, is, you know, is, is, is good for us as well. Yeah, so, um, got everything across yeah. that too. Now, you want yeah. our help, don't you? Because you want people's memories as well. That's the other important yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, that's this. one of the, you know, what we're trying to do is, you know, create environments um, where everybody talks about, you know, this is the last in time that uh, an event of this nature will happen because, you know, our veterans are passing. You know, you've got to think about they're sort of 90 years old and, you know, we know they pass, you know, on a, you know, on a daily basis. So what we've actually organised is a few things leading up to the event. So on the 10th of February, um, I've been able to get together some, again, veteran, military, veteran, civilian, and we're, we're going into Lee Junior and Lee Infant School with them for them to meet the pupils, and the pupils are then going to ask some very, very simple questions um, about um, what were they doing, how do they feel, what were they wearing, what did you eat on VE Day, and then what the children are doing with the um, SLT um, of the schools and the history teachers and the English teachers, and then got the children to do going to be doing some creative writing, 
but also art as well to capture those memories. We're calling this expressions. So, but we are looking for any type of poetry or art that anybody could put together for us on their thought and their memories of Levy, sorry, not Levy, 75, of VE Day back in 1945. And we're going to portray that in hopefully a publication, but also throughout the day. So we were going to, we're going to have people reading poetry as interlude between the music that we're doing as well. So we're trying to capture that information. And what if we get enough, I want to create a book, which then we can publish and, you know, Jack Smith, who was, who's 95, memories from 45 have now been captured. Mm. So that's and what we're trying to do. And how can people get that information to you? Well, we have, um, we have a website uh, called leeve75.co.uk and there's a, um, an email address called tellmemore at leeve75.co.uk. So by, you know, just use the, um, the method on there, which is contact form. Um, send an information to me, uh, which will come into the team, and then we'll basically contact them and you know, we meet with them, or they can send that information to us by email or by post. But if they make that initial inquiry by email, we will, one of my team and or even myself will you know, go and meet with them, and we can you know, get that information from them, and we'll do our piece with scanning the information, getting it rewritten or getting it written in calligraphy writing, because we're trying to build this piece wall as well of material where all of these lovely memories are all stitched together and forming this big uh, tapestry of, uh, of memories. Fantastic stuff. Well, look, lots, lots of ideas. There is, so, isn't there? And you've got your, yeah. uh, you have got your work cut out. <laughs> we have. But we've got lots of people, yeah. you know, who are helping us. And, yeah, um, sure. and another thing you can help me with as well, which is a little bit musical, is that um, I'm looking for a piano tuner. So we bought okay. a piano which can be put into the high street to place, you know, people come along and play the ivory tune. Yeah. So if there is any piano t- tuners out there, please get in touch because I need our piano tuner. So <laughs> if you are a piano tuner and you can help out Jonathan and the team there at VE75, then get in touch with Jonathan at the yeah, website. Please. And the website address is for that? So it's uh, www.leeve75.co.uk. So that's L W E V E. 75.co.uk Fantastic. Jonathan, we're out of time. Thanks for coming on tonight. Good no, to talk to you. Right. Can we come back to Thank you a little you bit much. later on in the year? Because obviously Why we'll have a recap, perhaps April yeah. time or something, we'll get you back absolutely. on and, um, and have a further chat. That'd be absolutely fantastic. Thank you very much for the opportunity. That's all right, we'll great. stay in touch, Jonathan. All right, all Take the best. Care. Take all care for now. Bye. 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 Uh, Bye. Jonathan Moore there, event coordinator, bless him, and, uh, and the team there at the VE75, of course, uh, commemorations for VE Day. And you find all the information that you need to know by getting in touch with Jonathan and the team at their websites at VE Day 75. If you do a Google search, you find all the information you need to know. Express FM. Passionately Portsmouth. Meet Hector and Ozzy. Arrive at your wedding with a difference in a unique vintage VW wedding car from Splitty Wedding Hire. Hector is a 1967 split-screen camper van and Ozzy is a 1964 VW notchback. Both lovingly restored back to their original glory and are available for chauffeured wedding hire throughout Hampshire and West Sussex. Make your special day extra special and arrive in true vintage splendour. See splittywedinghire.co.uk for more details. Nuffield Health and Fitness invites you to trial a free seven-day pass at our friendly gym. With over 80 classes a week, squash courts, in-house physiotherapists and health MOTs. And you can relax in our pool, sauna and steam room. 
<sighs> and when you're finished, sit back and enjoy a freshly ground coffee or healthy lunch. Find us at Alexandra Park, Northern Parade, Portsmouth. Nuffield Health, specialists in you. Hello, my name is Yasmin and I'm a beauty therapist at Pure Sun Health and Beauty. Our salon is located at 63 Elm Grove in Southsea. We offer a wide range of services, from the latest medical grade treatments, aesthetic and advanced facials, fat reductions and laser removal treatments to take care of you from the inside out. Or if you're looking to pamper yourself by having one of our organic body and spa treatments, we also offer nails, waxing, individual eyelash extensions and tanning beds. Our dedicated team with cosmetologists, beauty therapists, nutritionists and hair technicians are always here to help. Whether it's treatment recommendations, personal queries or aftercare and further advice. Check out the Pure Sun app for all the exclusive benefits on offer. Why not visit puresun.co.uk for all of our contact information or call us on 02392 86 112. We hope to see you soon. Everything we do is passionately pumping. This is you wouldn't believe it. Pompey Live. The Blues put two past AFC Wimbledon at Fratton on Saturday, which made it three wins in three competitions. Up next, it's another away day, and Pompey travel to Bolton to take on the team sat at the bottom of the table. Join us for all the unmissable action this Saturday from 2 o'clock. Pompey away to Bolton, and we'll have full coverage of the match right here. Pompey Live on Express FM with Aqua Cars. 93.7 Express FM. Twenty-seven. the time. Thursday night, here we are, January the 16th, 2020. Live in Studio 2 here in Central Portsmouth. It's our penthouse suite, you know. A wet Thursday night. <laughs> hey, we're here till nine. Uh, this is Chris Pierce. Thanks to company as always. Chaz here later, ready to rock your socks off. Still ahead here, the Sergio Express. Uh, a profile guest, not first time. We're going to be very gentle with him and uh, have a bit of a chat about all things bright. Uh, and we're talking holidays and from Amity Travel over at Locks Heath. Uh, Jeff Kilby's with us. Jeff, good evening to you. Good evening. How are you? Yeah, very well. Thanks. Thanks, thanks for inviting me on. Thanks for coming in. Great to see yeah. you. And, and to chat about all things bright and sunny and warm <laughs> <laughs> as compared to out there. It's awful. Yeah, it's awful, awful, isn't it? It's horrible. Yeah, awful. Um, but for, thanks for coming in. There's so much to talk about. I wouldn't know where... The, uh, we'll start from the beginning, I guess. Um, uh, but uh, you've had a busy sort of time at yeah. this time of the year yeah, we've, we've had quiet. a very good start well first two weeks of January for us are pretty quiet yeah it doesn't normally get going until next week but we're, we've been very busy it's been great it's, it's good good uh, to see uh, so um, yeah very pleased with good stuff go. so that's all positive stuff because uh, last year back in the last year the travel industry was all up in the air I mean we had Thomas Cook didn't we yeah we certainly the issues did. with yeah. that which seems to have sort of gone by the wayside now <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's other things present themselves absolutely it's moved on I mean Cook's it's, it's, it's very much history it's, it, as you say it's moved on we've got the flyby crisis yes. now um, we've got sadly we've got the forest fires in, in Australia um, and and who knows what's next <laughs> but oh. yeah there's, there's there's always something so um, sadly Cook's is, is almost long forgotten yeah yeah um, was that a big I mean for, for so so many people it was a, quite a big thing really because Thomas Cook was employing thousands of people yeah. uh, uh, thankfully they've been saved partly by uh, another travel group now, yeah but we won't mention them yeah we won't mention them <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean was that a positive thing for, for organisations such as yourself and it didn't it didn't affect us because we're 
Thomas Cook's still very much sold bucket and spade holidays, and, and that's not our market. So right. We actually had one client who was away on a Thomas Cook's flight, and he was travelling the day they went bust. So Sue in the office had to spend about five hours with him finding him a new holiday, which she did, and he went off, and he was very happy, and he had a great time, and he got a full refund because of Atoll. It was fully bonded, yes. and it works. Um, so he, apart from having to sit in our office for, for a few more hours that he didn't intend to... Um, he had a great time and, and it didn't cost him any money um, so from that point of view we, uh, there was very little effect for us but for other agencies around the country because we're not on a high street and high street agencies that sell bucket and spade yeah, it was a massively um, sort of bad time for them. it would have taken up an awful lot of, lot of their time trying to, yeah. to sort out the, the cancelled holidays and, and rebook rebook them yeah i've been there before with intersun back in the in the 90s which was a similar thing and, it, and it's, it's it's not it's not fun <laughs> no I, I can imagine that so amity travel is very niche it is it is we we, we sell tailor-made travel um very much bespoke holidays um mainly sort of long haul it basically as the internet took over the beach holiday market um back at the sort of turn of the century we realized we had to change and and do something different and and what we sell is complicated holidays holidays that people want to come and speak to an expert and ha- get some advice a bit maybe a bit worried about putting their credit card in for a 10 15,000 pound holiday which lasts 5 6 weeks going all around the world or Australia New Zealand that sort of thing so we we they come into our office they sit down they have a chat we make them a coffee we we ask them what what they, their plans are what what they want to do um and we spend a couple of hours with them and then they go away and leave it with us we we write them a, an itinerary we email it to them they have a look at it they come back to us and tell us if we got it wrong, and we and if we have, and we change it, and and we just keep going until we've got their holiday, the holiday which is personal to them. Um, and once we've got that, then we start booking things up for them. Um, and because of the say we're a travel agent, we we've got special deals, we've got we've got equipment that can hold seats for a week or two weeks on flights, which you can't do yourself on the internet. Um, so we can hold things and get all the dominoes lined up in the right order, so they can. Book. They don't have to book yeah. or commit yeah. to anything until it's all done. And whereas, if you try and do it yourself on the internet, you've got to book your flight and pay for it, and then you go and find your hotels sold, and you, and you can't unravel it. Um, and we've got that sort of advantage. Plus, we've got all of it. There's three of us in the office, and we've all got over thirty years' experience. So, hopefully, we know what we're doing. Yeah, fingers crossed. Well, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but are they daunted because they, you know, from where you are on a sort of like a big industrial estate, are they daunted? Yeah, by I, I think people because we are on an industrial estate. Yeah. Say so we're, we're actually we're, we're just off Loxheath. We're in Sessionsworth, um, and. It's a bit of an unusual place. There's no p- passing traffic, so people come in when they first walk in the door. But, but yeah, quite often they're, they're not quite sure what they're walking into. But but once they sit down, and say we've got a lovely office, and the staff are welcoming, and we make them a coffee, and we get chatting, and and yeah, they go away very happy. So I mean, do some people sort of walk in and with they they want to go somewhere? But they're not sure where. Do you sort yeah. of try and tease that out of them? Uh, but yeah, yeah. We, I mean, thank, we don't get too many of those. To be no. honest, we get most of them come in because we advertise in local magazines, and that they come in with a magazine in their hand and, and say, "We've seen this. We yeah. quite fancy doing something like that." But we do get a few who yeah. come in and say, "I'm not quite sure what I want to do," um, and then you've got to, yeah, you've got to tease that. You have got to tease out of them. But you get the ones who say, 
I don't care where I want to go, I'll go anywhere. <laughs> and then, then you start naming places, and I say, yeah. oh, I've been there, I've done that, oh, I don't yeah. want to do that. And you're, you're sort of so that's quite hard yeah, work, so that, really. that can be hard. So, so before you go anywhere, have a, have a think, you know, have it's an idea. It's always helpful, it's always helpful, but that's yeah. what we're there for. So, you know, if someone really does want to come in and sort of test our knowledge and and, and find and find out what what we can do for them, yeah, they're welcome to give it a go. <laughs> Absolutely. I bet you've got some stories up your sleeve, yeah. I tell you. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, not repeatable word. on here. Yeah, probably not, <laughs> no, but I bet there are some tales to be had there. I mean, yeah, we mentioned, of course, Thomas Cook and, and Flybees, another one you hinted yes. on there. I mean, uh, that's still ongoing at the moment. It's touch and go, really, on that. Yeah, isn't it? There's it, all sorts of shenanigans. Yeah, it's very, it's very early days, and it looks, looks like the government are going to bail them out. And uh, so certainly in the short term, I think, um, touch wood, Flyby will be fine for the next few months because of the government. Obviously, don't don't want them going going bust. Um, long term, it, it's a bit more difficult because of. I mean, could it have an impact on you? Um, again, for us, it, I mean, strangely, it has had an impact because I I had some clients who were looking to go to Lake Garda in June uh, and use the Southampton to Verona flight, and and obviously they're holding back now. And they may not, and they may decide not to go. And that was that was f- five ladies who who had a very nice hotel, and it was quite a nice booking. So that that's impacted on us already. Um, but and it will and it will cause some problems because we do use Flybe for for Amsterdam and Dublin and and, and the Costas. So uh, whilst that's quite a small part of our market, it is still part of our market. And mm. it will and if and if they go bust and and that market shuts down, then yes, it'll, it'll definitely have an impact. Uh, Hopefully they won't go bust, but I said that their model is is wrong. They've got something wrong with their model, the way they do things. I don't know what. I'm not I'm not an expert on that area, but it, they they're neither a a no frills carrier or an all service carrier. They don't seem to be one or the other, and and they're very confusing. Um, and some of their routes are very niche, and I just don't I don't think they've got it right. So, so now that needs to be sorted going forward because it's all right bailing them out now. But they'll just get back into the same problem if, mm. if someone doesn't sort that out. So we'll need to to watch that sort of situation. Yeah. So develop. I think yeah yeah. So I think for the next few months, if you're going with Flyby in the next few months, from what the government have said so far, I, I think you'll be safe. But I can't guarantee that, obviously. But. No, no, exactly. Because <laughs> who would have thought you know Thomas Cook and all that kind of thing would have happened? But, no, exactly. You know, no, we, yeah. Well, very changeable situation. It is. is that how volatile your industry is now? It, well, I, I guess, yeah. I mean, there is a volatility there, but um, but there always has been. You know, but, uh, it's not a new thing. This has been no, we, we've years had, and years. Look, we, we, we had nine eleven. Uh, that yes. was for, and that that virtually shut the business down for three weeks. No one travelled for three weeks from from eleventh of September through to the end of September when that happened. No aeroplanes took off, and you know, it died a death. Mm. Um, and and then that had an impact going forward. And when people started to get confidence to travel again, we had SARS, um, and people obviously so that caused more problems. And then we got over SARS, and we had foot and mouth. Uh, so from two thousand and one through to about two thousand and five, it was constant. <laughs> so there's always something there, always and you've got to sort of yeah. you know, react to yeah. it. I suppose. And so, yeah, and, and whilst those were extreme, so yeah. there is always things, that, and that's why you need a travel agent because again if you book an atoll um, book holiday with us on Flybe and Flybe were to go bust you'd your money is secure. You'd get your money back from us. Whereas if you book it yourself on the on the internet, you, if you've paid on your debit card, chances are you've lost your money. So there is, you know, the reason for booking for a travel agent is, is if they're ABDA bonded or they're ATOL bonded, mm. 
hopefully your money is safe. Peace of mind, really. Peace of it? mind, yeah. yeah. Too right. All right, Jeff. Look, we're going to pause there and get a first bit of music in. Uh, you've got some. I have to say, these are classics. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute classics. Uh, tell us about your first uh, okay. choice. Well, the first choice is. Uh, it was very difficult. I was saying to you earlier, yeah. tr- trying to pick two songs. It's a bit like trying to pick your favourite child. You know, you, you can't do it. <laughs> yeah. But sadly, um, Neil Peart from Rush passed away last yes. week. He's the drummer of Rush, and um, so it sort of made it a bit clearer for me. I because. Great Rush fan, fan. They they were one of the gr- groups I grew up with in the eighties. Absolutely love them. So th- this song um, from, by Rush, "Closer to the Heart," was a no-brainer for me in the end. Passionately Portsmouth Express FM. Yeah, 17 minutes away for nine. Hi to Jerry, she's in FM tonight. Big Kev's in Gosport tonight. Hi to you as well. Thank you for being in there in touch with you know what I mean oh it's been a long day and chance here after nine tonight ready to rock your socks off still ahead here at Express 93.7 FM will on DAB Digital Radio and of course online at expressfm.com as always Jeff's our profile guest from Amity Travel Time we'll hear secondly Georgia tunes very soon but uh, dare I mention the B word Jeff yeah, I'm going yeah, to. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, um, Brexit, hopefully there's an end in sight to all this saga. Yeah. It is a, literally a saga, isn't it? But finally, end in sight. Uh, has that been sort of a bit of a complicated issue for you too? It, well, it's, it certainly slowed bookings down towards the back end of last year. It, it didn't do us any favours at all. I, I mean, clients just hold back on, on booking because they don't know what's going on. So sort of come October when... He find, um, Johnson finally called the election. Our year pretty much come to a grinding halt. Then yeah. I, I mean, it, it quietens down anyway. But it, it yeah, it, with the election and Christmas and Brexit, it just it just killed it for us. So um, for, for sort of the last three months of the year, we're very very quiet. Um, so it didn't do us any favor. And even in the early year, it was it wasn't its normal sort of self uh, bookings were were very different uh, the patterns were different to normal it wasn't it wasn't a great year last year for us and, and i think brexit had a lot to do with that yeah well hopefully hopefully there's light at the end of that tunnel yeah it? yeah i think so yeah. i say feeling's more positive mm-hmm. out there is it you think? yeah def- well there seems to be i say we've had a great start yeah. to the year this is probably our strongest start for for certainly three years or so, maybe longer than that. So we've had a, a really good start, and hopefully it, it will continue. But it's it's difficult to tell these yeah, days because you just never know what's around the corner. No, and that's you the things you already explained. Yeah, yeah thirty-one Jan, we, you know, we'll, we'll be out. But but what happens next? You know, we've got not another. What happens over the next ten months and with agreements and that? And will that hold? Will, you know, will, will it get run smoothly? Or if not, will people start holding back on doing things again? Yeah. So. But I'm sure uh, you ride against it. Uh, you, you have done in the past. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure it'll happen again. No, yeah, look, we've we've always managed to get yeah. through. So we're 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 positive. We're we're yeah. we'll get through whatever happens. It's not a problem. But it, it would just be nice to be able to say, yeah, look, it's all all going to go smoothly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and is Europe? You know, is it? As a whole, are they sort of popular destinations still? I'm thinking Spain, those sorts of places. Are they still popular? Yeah, yeah, yeah very, very popular. Uh, so, and that, yeah, going forward, that could could be an issue with with passports and that. Once once we're out, it'd be interesting. Hopefully, they'll have an agreement, that, that reciprocal agreement, similar to what we've got now, and and you won't know any different. But but technically, we could, if that doesn't happen, we could start having to apply for visas, you know, so, um, and which would just slow things up and, and cut. Co- 
put people off traveling to certain destinations if they have to start um, applying for a visa every time. So, it, yeah, so, so fingers crossed that we get some sort of reciprocal agreement there where we can carry on because, of, yeah, Europe is still, without doubt, the biggest seller uh, for tra- British travellers. Um, definitely, no question at all. And what about faraway destinations? What seems to be the popular ones at the moment? Um, well, for us, obviously Australia and New Zealand, because that, that's our, where our expertise lies. We, we, we're very big on Australia and New Zealand. But, but the up-and-coming one is um, Indochina, without a doubt. Um, lots and lots of people are uh, wanting to go to Cambodia, Laos, Vietnam. Uh, Vietnam's massively popular at the moment. So, okay. Yeah, so I think that that's probably the high flyer at the moment uh, and what sort of prices i mean yeah. well that's uh, the thing i think it's very quite it's quite well priced because obviously um the cost of living in indochina is quite uh, quite low so so it can be very well sort of competitively priced uh, and it depends how you do it i mean again um obviously the, the language is very 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 different to um what, what you know, you're not going to Australia or New Zealand, so, so self-drive mm. holidays are a bit more difficult in in that sort of place. So you tend to do more escorted touring, um, which adds a bit to the price. But even with escorted touring, it, it, it's still still um, very competitively priced compared to Australia, New Zealand, Canada, um, America, it, South South America. It, it's a lot more reasonable. In price for, for for those, and you can and more people and people are getting more and more adventurous. So whilst, as I say, self it's not really a great self drive place. There are other ways of getting around as trains and obviously coaches and 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 the flight network's good as well. So you you can sort of hop around from Saigon up to Hanoi and then across to Phnom Penh. Um, so uh, Siam Reap. So you can get around quite easily um, and quite cheaply. So. Okay. And of course, all the problems that we touched on it earlier about Australia at the mm-hmm. moment. Uh, but the message really is, is still go. There, oh, absolutely, there's there's yeah. other places in the country that yeah, you can go no, to and not affect oh, I mean, it's horrendous what's happening out yeah. there. Um, it is absolutely dreadful. But it's a massive country, it's bigger than the United States. And, um, and there's plenty of places you can still go in Australia that are not affected. Um, by the fires and the Australians they're used to this I mean this is the most extreme it's it's been in in living memory so this is not good but but they they do they know how to deal with the forest fires um much better than than you you can imagine so um they'll get through this and 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 they'll move on without any doubt at all but so yeah definitely don't be put off going to Australia there's plenty of places to see in Australia that are not affected by the forest fires uh, and hopefully very soon these forest fires will dampen down and, and, and you'll be able to travel safely everywhere. Okay. Uh, is America still popular? Amer- America still popular. is always popular. Yeah. yeah. People just love America. I mean, it's just a it's just a great country. Um, yeah, obviously for, speak the same language pretty much. Um, value for money, the, the pound, even even now with the pound at 1.3, you, you can still eat out quite reasonable. Um, um, 
shopping still not it's not as cheap as it used to be I mean, a lot of people love going shopping in the states i, I, don't, I don't get shopping myself no. but, but <laughs> i so, suppose new york and places like that yeah yeah so the ones so it's yeah so it's all and there's just some great places to see you know um, for the canyon lands as i say some fantastic cities like new york uh, chicago you know, los angeles san francisco so so there's yeah there's just so much so much choice of places to go but it's always going to be popular i think it's always going to be a big seller yeah yeah, yeah. And what about New Zealand? Because that's what well, we mentioned Australia. Well, yeah, New, so Zealand. New, Ze- New Zealand is, is very popular um, it, and it's a beautiful country. Uh, mm. Everyone who goes there absolutely loves it. I had a lady in today who, who wants to go back. She, she went there seven years ago and she was absolutely raving about it and saying it's really? her favourite country. She, yeah. Yeah, the, the people are just so friendly. Uh, and it's very much like here, I'm it's, told. Well, it's, yeah, there is the climate's similar. Um, it's a little bit. The Southern Islands a little bit warmer, but um, in uh, sorry, the North North Islands a little bit warmer. The South Islands sort of similar climate to ourselves. Um, but, but the scenery is just stunning. Yeah, I guess you could say the, the Southern Island has some scenery not dissimilar to Scotland and, and Norway, but but just a bit more spectacular possibly I don't want to do it. Norway or Scotland a disservice but you know and they just have again wildlife's very different mm. just different wildlife to what you've got here so um, it's just a, it's just a great country it's superb food fantastic wine um, you know it, everyone, I say it's one of our top sellers and, and everyone who goes absolutely loves it uh, and again the pound's very strong again against the dollar now it's bounced back in, in the last year so so va- value for money as well so, wow okay yeah, yeah. despite the long flight <laughs> yeah well that that's, uh, does put some people yeah. off i have to admit yeah the long flight but you can break it up you know there's um you can someone like emirates you can have a stop in dubai you can have a stop in singapore you, you can stop in australia so you you can you can hop your way there if you want i mean some people just want to get there and get, and get that part of it over with but you you can yeah, or you can do a sort of around the world trip and and break go the way I just said, sort of Dubai, mm. Singapore, New Zealand, and then come back through the Pacific. And if somebody wanted to to do that and come into you and said, Jeff, what can you do for me? I mean, would you talk it through? Oh, absolutely. Options? Again, yeah. well, lady was in today. That's exactly what we do. Yeah. Just sit down, and um, she, she's told me all the places she wants to go. I'm taking some notes. Um, I've had a chat with her and given her some ideas today, but tomorrow I shall write her an itinerary and I'll email it to her so she's got it for the weekend to to, to have a look through it and and decide what she wants to do. So, yeah, and if, and if she doesn't like, if she might come back to me Monday and say, actually, Jeff, that's not quite what we want, wanted, can, and I'll tweak it and we'll have another go. More often than not, it it takes two goes to get it right. Normally, things need a little bit of a tweak, but yeah. but generally, we're not far off. Fantastic. And finally, you know, in this country, uh, is staycation is it's it's still fairly popular, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I mean, London's still massively popular. Yeah. a lot of London breaks, theatre theatre breaks. With staycations in this country now, it, I think it's more experiences. Yes, it's trying to find yeah. something to do. Um, I mean, even things like Butlins have bounced back with their yes. music weekends and things like yeah. So it, it, that's the sort of thing that people like. They they want to do something. They want a, a sports event or they or the theatre rather than just a, a hotel a foodie event that sort of thing so yeah so the, um yeah the, britain will always be, uh, be popular because it's easy and you can get and you, you know you can get away very quickly for a couple of nights and it doesn't it doesn't wait doesn't eat into your holiday does it you can have a weekend away quite fantastic yeah. 
Food for thought there, I think, Jeff. Food for thought. Well, Jeff, we're out of time. Look at the six minutes tonight. So we got, yeah, it goes so quick. But <laughs> I appreciate you coming in tonight. No, Thanks thank for coming you. in and having thank a chat you. with us and uh, giving us a few ideas and flavour. Yeah. And uh, to, if you want to get in touch with Jeff, then they get in touch with him uh, at uh, Amity Travel there in Sessingsworth, Stroke Locks Heath, down that in neck of the woods, and get in touch with Jeff and the team there. Regards to all there, and Happy New Year to them as well. Thank you, Rob. Your second choice of music... What we're going to play? This is something right off the cuff. Right, um, I just it, I thought with all what's going on in the world, it's a mad, it's a mad, mad world now. Yeah. Uh, we've got all these mad leaders um, from Trump <laughs> to the boat that runs North Korea. Um, poor old Putin, who seemed to be be the devil for many years, is is just a very ordinary leader these days. So I just thought it was time to have some sympathy for the devil. So, oh, so look at that. For the devil with the Rolling Stones. Oh, fantastic. Jeff, thanks for coming in. Come in again and see us, won't you? Oh, absolutely. Thank Cheers. You. Thank all you the best, Jeff. Thank, Thank you. you. Well, that's just where we leave it this Thursday night. Thanks to your company deal all again for you. Uh, next Thursday night at 8 o'clock with more news and views from across the air from the uh, forthcoming seven days, if you like. Chances here next week to rock your socks off on a Thursday night. And I look forward to talking to you, as I say, same time next week here at Express at 8 o'clock. Well, if you didn't have a fabulous weekend, look after yourselves. Take care. Bye-bye.